Lewis? Hey, how's it going? Nice weather we're having. You mind telling me why you lied to me about Stephen Palmer? Listen to me. No, I talked to him, Harvey. So before you lie to me again... I didn't lie to you. I told you I had him, and I do. Then why did he tell me he wants nothing to do with you? Because that's what all the girls say, Lewis. And that's exactly what he's talking about. You don't listen. I don't what? You heard me. You didn't listen. I sure was listening when you said you weren't going to call him. I said I wasn't going to push, and I didn't. What I did was determine that I can't trust you, and now I'm taking over. The hell you are! I heard him loud and clear. He wanted me to show him that I respect him, and that's exactly what I'm going to do tonight. Oh, that's right. I know. It is poker game. Well, there's a change of plans, Harvey, because Inspector Lit is still going to that game, but Lit's going to be the one at the table. You go to that game, all you're going to do is show Palmer that you don't know shit about poker. And you go there, all you're going to do is prove is all you care about is yourself. So why don't you prove us both wrong and do as you're told for a change and back the hell off my client? I'm not backing off anything. There's no negotiation, Harvey. You stay away from that game tonight because your services are no longer needed. Dude, season eight, episode 12 is over. And if you're ready to hear us talk about whale hunt, then suits yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino back here with a guy who uh, is, I'm still waiting for him to toast a pruny with me. It's Chappelle. Chappelle, how are you? Rob, did you know when? there were... When will this happen? There's caffeine in the pruny, Rob. There's caffeine in did the you, pruny? Did you know that? Yeah, there's caffeine in the pruny. I didn't know L- that. Lewis was Lewis was drinking a caffeine-free pruny, pruny. So in order to drink something caffeine-free, that meant that there had to be caffeine in it at one time for it to be free. Yeah, what's the recipe for a pruny? Obviously I, caffeine. I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you why? You, what, you anti-caffeine? I don't want it in a pruny. Mm-hmm. You know? like I think that's my issue. I think that when I, I had an idea, it's probably like, you know, it's like a smoothie. So it's probably ice prone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do, do people put ice cream or milk in a in a smoothie? Um, some you can. Okay, so this is according to Peacock. Uh, okay. This is like a branded photo. Uh, the pruny, as you know, from the suit. This is, comes from the Suits Facebook group on mm-hmm. March second, twenty twenty one. The ingredients and recipe for a pruny are nine pitted prunes, one mm-hmm. pear, one cup apple juice, half a teaspoon of vanilla essence. Um, and so it's all over ice. No mention oh. of caffeine. Well, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah. No, that doesn't sound too bad. Uh, I like pear. Mm-hmm. Can I can I drink a perry? A perry? Perrier? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't I don't yeah, definitely a perrier. Okay. I look, I don't I don't need the prune. But maybe if I did like five prunes and then like yeah. four pairs. I don't mind a know, prune. Like I think they're I think they're good. Um, but that being said, all right, we got a lot to talk about with this episode. Do we? Because I'm mad. <laughs> I came to this, I am angry. I don't know. I don't okay, know why you call me this one. That was fart. Katrina, what the hell? What? Yeah, what bro, the I hell mean, is oh my this? god, bro. I I am so disgusted. I am disappointed. I am sad. All the things. Katrina, I want to take her back her Liddy. I know we gave her one. I want to take it back. Whatever one she got, she can't have it anymore. All right. I'm sorry. So, all right. This storyline, Katrina and Brian, they're working together. But th- this deposition. Boy, the ghetto. This is a ghetto mess. What is wrong with you two? Ma'am, you're a senior partner. And yes, I'm fussing at Katrina because you're supposed to know better. Brian sucks. Yeah. I don't like him. I've been said it. Well, I think why are we doing this? If I had to, like, you know, as per our conversations, 
Mm-hmm. If I had to take hazard a guess of why you are more mad over Katrina, it's that Katrina has lost the plot over Brian. Over <laughs> For Brian. Brian. Over Brian. It's like, okay, I get it, Katrina. You're down bad, but it's just Brian. It's just Brian. You could be using your energy <laughs> on so much other stuff. There are, there, there are plenty of fish in the sea. His area of legal expertise is midness. It's so <laughs> boring. Everything about this man is just boring and basic. Uh, you should have fired him when you had the chance. End it. End it now. See, if somebody just took Brian out of the game, if they said, look, Brian, you got to go. Katrina wouldn't be having these problems. That's why I said, yeah, you got to nip this stuff in the bud before it goes too far. I'm sick of it. Katrina, girl, listen, the man is married. He has a kid. Fine. Listen, people sleep with married people all the time. I'm not judging you. I really am not. But this man specifically got you showing your ass at work like this. You at the deposition talk about, so you could go flirt with somebody and then you go uh, take it away from them. Flirt? Ma'am. It's like, well, did you know that you were crossing boundaries? Did you follow the rules? The people in the deposition should have, like, they should be filing a complaint. Mm-hmm. That should be the finale of the season. Yes. Yeah, malpractice. For bring- yeah. yeah, for bringing me into y'all's bull. This is this was the tackiest thing I have seen on Suits in a very long time. Wild. Just wild. The fact that they both were just, like, losing it in front of, I mean, it was embarrassing when Harvey and Donna had this same sort of thing where they brought in the mm-hmm. guy, okay, this is a new name partner. We're going to be interviewing him. And it like, and, and Harvey and Donna have been through a lot. Okay. And mm-hmm. so like, then there was a lot going on there. Harvey didn't want to talk to this guy. All right, fine. Donna, you want me to talk? I got to talk to this guy right now. Fine. Fine. Yeah. Um, but this, the over the perfume and like, well, maybe you confuse the person to think they want something that they don't want. And you're flirting with other customers. What? I was like, excuse me? First of all, Brian and Katrina, the moment they were in that house and they're supposed to be, the the idea that they even let this go to the house already was annoying me because I'm like, here we go. They about to do the thing. But the fact that they almost kissed over that baby's like body, they're holding the baby between them. You're about to kiss over your child? Yeah. This is, the, this is wild. Uh, Ain't that much sexual tension in the world. I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) just not between these two people. I'm sorry. You know, there's a moment where Katrina's like, oh, you want to go to your apartment to 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 look into this. He's like, Yeah, I mean, yeah, the baby's gonna be asleep. I'm like, the baby's gonna be asleep. Are you do you hear yourself? Mm -hmm. You want to bring this woman into your house, the woman that you keep sniffing her arms and stuff while your wife while your wife is gone. That poor woman. I need somebody needs to call Brian's wife and tell her to get out. Get your kid <laughs> and go. This is not this is not home anymore. I'm so annoyed. Uh, this is the worst storyline. This is this got me. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. I was not prepared to be this annoyed. But when he's sniffing her pheromones, I was like, all yeah. right. I just have in my notes down. all caps. Brian. <laughs> yeah, Brian, grow up. Like, yeah. She said, smell this. And he doesn't just smell it. He like leans into it, starts rubbing his face on her arms. Yeah. Katrina, Where's I know HR? you smell good, but dang, does you smell that good? <laughs> Bottle that up. Bottle that Katrina up. That's what y'all need to be selling. That's the perfume. Whatever she got. <laughs> got Brian acting does brand Does perfume new. work like this for any person? 
<laughs> right? It's like it touched your skin and then it reacts on your pheromones. It's like I've heard such stuff like that. But I guess if somebody is exuding, you know, have sex with me right here on top of this desk, then I guess that's the kind of energy you get from the perfume. Because the idea that you can do this, have this really <laughs> tense moment, go to Donna and be like, Donna, I'm making a mistake, and then end up at this man's home. Right. It's so weird. <laughs> if Brian was like on a deserted island for like for 30 years, isn't it like a, I have not known the scent of a woman for my entire life? Right. This this was like a Ferrero Rocher commercial or something like that. It was so sensual for no reason. Like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like a truffles commercial. I don't know That's what like, was going on. Brian and Katrina. How did we get here? They haven't Take a even shower. kissed. Oh my they god. They haven't even kissed. It's like the tension of kissing is what's really driving them crazy. At least with Don and Harvey, they had had sex before. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this is two people about to, <laughs> he's about to drop the child to make out with this woman, his boss. Yeah. I mean, so here we are. I believe this is episode 120 overall of Suits. This is the worst storyline in the show, right? It, yeah, this this is worse than Lewis and Tara. Because at least with Lewis and Tara, you can say, Lewis had been through a traumatic What's situation. What's going on here? Asked. Where is this going? <laughs> yeah, he's he's trying. We we know that that's going somewhere. What the what is the high watermark of Katrina and Brian? What is the possible the upside to this relationship? They get together and he leaves his wife and child <laughs> to be with her. <laughs> what what are we doing? Like, there's no upside to this. And now, like, unless he's about to quit his job, yeah. now Katrina has to work with this man and just glare at him from across the room for the next couple seasons. Yeah. And we've been saying for years or seasons of the show, when are they going to make Katrina a series regular? Just make her a series regular. And then they finally do it in season eight. And to give her this story with Brian. This is the worst. What would thing Stephanie ever. say? Oh my God, I have so many questions. There are too many people who've taken L's on this show for Katrina to have scratched and clawed her way to this position. She fought her way into Pearson Spectre. She didn't even go to Harvard. Then she fought her way into, into uh, Zane Spectre Lit after getting fired for some stuff that they doing, some dirt they doing at mm-hmm. Pearson Spectre. She's taking all these L's for Lewis. She's fought for Robert Zane. She's fighting with Samantha. She finally gets a senior partner. She did it. She made it to the mountaintop and she wants to throw all that away for a Brian Craig from Degrassi. I'm sick of it. <laughs> All right. This, we stand can... <laughs> the hell up. It's not even funny. This isn't cute. It's the most annoying thing in the world. I was just like, are we doing this? Are we really doing this? Unless, unless this is morbid, but unless this, this baby and this woman just disappear for some reason, the wife, yeah. unless they just disappear, I don't ever want to see Katrina and Brian in the same room again. This is foolishness. <laughs> Well, it sounds like Brian's wife was away on work. It didn't seem like, uh, are we going to find out that you think that maybe like is Brian's wife potentially seeing somebody else? There has to be some reason why we would be okay with something like this happening. If not, Katrina and Brian cannot work together anymore. Y'all obviously don't know how to act. When this man has his his cooing child swaddled in his arms Mm -hmm. and all he can think about is making out with the woman who is not involved in creating that child... Mm-hmm. In the home that this child's mother lives in, 
We've lost the plot. You're hundred yeah. percent. We lost the plot. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get back to uh, some other things going on in this episode. So there's sort of an interesting uh, back and forth that's going on where Lewis is going to be the managing partner. He wants uh, Harvey to go out and get a big client. And so he sends him out to go and see if he can bring in Stephen Palmer, who I think has something to do with biofuels. And he is, says, oh, Harvey, you got a bad reputation. I don't know if I want to represent you. I got to see how you can take no for an answer, but invites both of them, both Lewis and Harvey, ultimately to go be at his charity poker game. And while Lewis ends up finding out that Harvey lied to him, says he was at the one yard line. Uh, Robert Zane knows that this was a lie. They both end up at the charity poker game and it turns into a bit of a pissing match between Harvey and Lewis. This man, Stephen Palmer, he is a smart individual. He said, Harvey, listen, you seem like a great guy. You're the best closer in the city. I know you want me to be your well, but you don't listen. You do not do anything anybody asks you to do. That's your reputation. Harvey has a reputation for not listening to his clients. And that is the craziest thing about all of this. You think that Harvey's reputation would be hired fraudulent Mike Ross or, yeah. <laughs> you know, breaks the rules. Harvey wins. No, Harvey's reputation is you're going to tell him to do something and he's not going to do it. And so Stephen Palmer says, yeah, I'm good on that, Harvey. And actually you pushing me to, to change my mind is another example of you not doing what I'm asking you to do. So then Lewis is like, all right, I got it. I'll handle it. And he tells Harvey, I got it. I'll handle it. Only for Harvey to be like, nope. I'm not going to listen to you either. And so they end up having this pissing match over the poker game. And we know poker is Harvey's bag. He likes boxing. He likes basketball. He likes poker. Those are the, the three Harvey, uh, like that's the holy trinity of Harvey Specter. And so, yeah, he's about to play poker. He's about to win because that's what he does. But Lewis cannot handle it because Harvey is now doing what Harvey does. He's completely ignoring everything Lewis is saying. To Harvey's point, Lewis is not playing the game correctly. He's beating the hell out of this client and is not going mm -hmm. over well. The man is sad because Lewis is taking all his money. But Harvey, you were asked to step down, baby. You This is not your conversation. To the point where Harvey and Lewis are just like throwing $50,000 <laughs> chips at each other <laughs> left and right to, to make a point. This was ghetto. This whole episode was ratchet. It was ghetto, <laughs> hot ghetto mess. Yeah, why would Stephen Palmer uh, sign with these two idiots that are like going back and forth like... Right. Fighting in public. Harvey yelled at him too. He's like, Yeah, Steven, this is what I do. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. And if you don't want this as a lawyer, you can go to. Come on, Lewis. I'm going all in. I was like, All right. Um, thank you. Look, what happened to the whale? Mm -hmm. I don't bend the knee. I win. That's mm -hmm. it. I was like, Okay, Harvey, thank you. But you don't bend the knee even though you work for someone. That's the thing. Your name is on the wall. But there's still a managing partner. Uh, you you still work for mm -hmm. someone. You know, you, you're you not the top of this food chain. And you've never been. I mean, he was managing partner for like a week. He did the same thing to Jessica. Does the same thing to Robert Zane. Does it, did it to Daniel Harbin. It's just the Harvey Spectre mantra. It's just, I do whatever I want. Whatever. <laughs> and so... <laughs> It's, it, he's like a child. Like, the older Harvey gets, the more petulant he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we know where Mike Ross got it from. And so, I don't know, they're, they're going back and forth. I also feel like that Lewis is no saint here because the the idea of being the managing partner isn't like getting to a pissing contest with Harvey of who can bring in the biggest whale. 
you know? Right. Yeah. It's a, it's what he, what he what he what Lewis did was what he always does. He perceived disrespect. But this time there was actually disrespect there. And so Lewis was like, "Oh, Harvey is now not respecting my role as managing partner. I told him to do something and he's not doing it. And it's because Harvey doesn't respect my role. He doesn't respect me. He's never respected me. He's always thought he was better than me. And it's just Lewis spiraling it through his mind of all the, the things that he's always been trying to prove to himself, that he's equal to Harvey, that Harvey loves him, that he's his best friend, all this other stuff. But Robert Zane has to tell Lewis, no, Lewis, you're not that special. Harvey's like that to everyone. So it's your job as managing partner to take the high road. You're not supposed to get into the pissing match with him. You're supposed to shut him down. And then when Harvey shows up to, to, to get into the pissing match, you have to then shut that down. Because mm-hmm. he told Harvey, if you don't like it, you can go. Like, uh, we are no longer in need of your services. And Harvey still showed up like, yeah, I don't care. Lewis, do something. Pinch him. Do something. Mm-hmm. You, you, just, you can't just get into the, the pissing match at that point. Like, well, I'll show you. No. Put some sanctions on him. Fine him. And mm-hmm. there are rules. There yeah. are bylaws, Lewis. So Lewis goes to Donna and is like, Donna, you you have to play matchmaker. Find me a bigger client so I can bring him in and show Harvey what's what. And she's like, well, I have kind of, a, I have a date. He's like, it doesn't matter. Blow off your personal life because I need you to do this for me right now. And Donna is like, oh my God, now what do I do? Because I gotta like, oh, Lewis gave me a direct order. I gotta do that. I can't go on this date with another guy mm-hmm. who we don't need to talk about our feelings about yeah this this guy yeah thomas thomas kessler Kessler. Mm -hmm. i like thomas kessler oh okay you're higher on him than i am well the thing is it's getting donna away from this trash this garbage that's going on in the office yeah i'm okay with that i don't know like i i just need donna to have a life i'm like gretchen donna I don't give a damn if Lewis told you to sit here and find him a new well because he wants you to uh, to help him beat Harvey. Tell Lewis no. Tell Lewis no. The same way Harvey would tell him no and continue to have his job, tell him no. Just say, nope, it's not happening today. Mm-hmm. Sorry, don't have the bandwidth. I'm going home. Because you're always putting your life on, this, on hold for everybody else, and then you want to get mad when you don't have a life. You're like, well, I've been sacrificing for you forever. Donna, these are your chances when you don't have to sacrifice because you know that Lewis is dead-ass wrong. So... Take the high ground and say, Lewis, I'm sorry. I cannot do this. Gretchen was me. Gretchen wanted to slap everybody. She just wanted to hit everyone in the office. She's like, Harvey, I'm, I'm not done yelling at you. Donna, I'm going to yell at you. Lewis, I'm going to yell at you. Everybody. Because they're all being stupid. Donna's trying to have a life, and Lewis wants to drag her into a, a contest between him and Harvey. Do you want to live in that life your entire, t- your entire life, Donna? This is what you want your job to be until you die. It's just, let me referee fights between Lewis and Harvey. I'm sorry, you just have to get out of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gretchen is the one that says, okay, leave it to me, all right? I'm mm-hmm. going to go in okay. there, and Gretchen really does, like, give it to Harvey. He deserves, you know? <laughs> like, he deserves. She's probably like, okay, I'm done. I yeah. said my piece. In the fact like, that, I don't, Chappelle, I don't think they've had a conversation, Gretchen and Harvey, in, like, three seasons. Uh, I kind of expected Harvey to be like, Get the f out of here, Gretchen! Like, what are you? What are like? What, what, like, what, who are you to tell me? I'm a name partner here. Yeah, I think the problem is that that's normally the role that Donna plays. Mm-hmm. She normally comes in and she does it in her Donna way, where it's like, "Well, Harvey, you need to you need to make up with Lewis." Well, I don't want to make up with Lewis. It's like, well, you if that's the case, then maybe you don't deserve to have that name partner spot. Like, that's the Donna move. Gretchen does not have Donna's bedside manner. So when she goes to do that, she's like, you know, get your ass in there and, <laughs> and fix this. <laughs> and Harvey's like, what? And she's like, yeah, you're putting a burden on the rest of it. And I'm tired of it. He's like, you're tired of it. Yes, I'm tired of it. You make me sick. You act like a little child. 
get out of here. Mm-hmm. He said, oh. And then he's like, damn. I mean, I like it better when it comes from Donna, but I mean, the point still stands. You're acting like a child. And Harvey, you're about 60 years old. Bruh, at this point, <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror and say, this is foolishness. Why am I doing this? You're yelling at the clients over a poker table at a, at a client that your boss told you you couldn't even have. Mm-hmm. What, are you, what are we doing? Why have we lost the plot? I'm sick. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. But it works. Yeah. It does. There's a moment, too, where Harvey's like... Doesn't mean we're not going to have the same fight next episode. Definitely. Because Harvey points out, he's like, I'm not the only asshole in the room. Like, Lewis is there, too. And she's like, well, you're the only asshole in this room. I was like, ooh. Mm -hmm. Like, get him. You know? Um, But you're right. Next episode, we're probably going to have the same thing. Because these named partners, let's just call it what it is. It's five assholes. I mean, (laughs) Robert Zane ain't finna listen to nobody. Uh, Samantha sure as hell not going to listen to nobody. Alex ain't listening to nobody since he came through the dough. Harvey and Lewis, who is running this ship? Those are like Donna. Go, go, go meet with the tiny Tommy K. Get your dust off your resume. You got some COO experience now. You might be able to go somewhere and be happy because this is ghetto. And Katrina's the senior partner out here trying to sleep with this boy. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Where, where's Randall, Rand and Caldor? They were right. <laughs> Rand and Caldor were right. Justice for Rand and Caldor. Okay. Uh, then Harvey and Lewis, they do patch things up by the end of the episode. They both call this guy and say like, hey, uh, like, listen, my other partner is the best lawyer in the city. You should go with him. I think that if I was Stephen Palmer, I'd be like, well, I'm ghosting you guys. Yeah. I want either of you to be my lawyer. Yeah. Just <laughs> don't talk to me. Yeah. Ever again. Like, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> like, just leave me alone. Because cause y'all, y'all took all my money at the poker game, and I did not forget that. Yeah. But then Harvey yelled at me as well. You know, I'm yeah. kind of good on this one. And you proved my point. Harvey doesn't listen. And I've seen it now in action. It was the reputation that he had. But now I've experienced firsthand that if I tell this man to do something, he's not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing here? Why, am I, why, why are we playing this game? Let's just go. Yeah. Did he hang up in his face? Because I would have. Well, they come away from this as like, Face it, with the two best lawyers in the city. <laughs> <laughs> like what? That was How your takeaway you from this? <laughs> yeah, and the crazy thing is that um, Lewis called him and said, "Yeah, um, you." He's like, "Harvey, you're the best lawyer I've ever worked with." And Harvey's like, "That's funny because I called him and I told him I was the best lawyer you've ever worked with too." Harvey, are you? Are we still playing this game? Like, stop mm-hmm. it! Just can you for one second just be genuine and have a moment where you say, "I screwed up." You screwed up. Maybe I should be subordinate to some things. Maybe I can listen. Maybe I can bend the knee. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't bend the knee, baby. I'm Harvey. Like, all right. This is this is starting to get old. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm Gretchen. <laughs> all right. So, and they share a pruny at the end of the episode. All right. And then let's talk about this whole business with Alex and Samantha. And we finally meet Alex's wife, Rosalie, who's also a lawyer. And mm-hmm. that... We get together for a nice lunch, uh, but it turns out that Rosalie has a case that she's working on that she actually wants Samantha to work on with her, and things are going pretty well. And uh, Chappelle, I feel like that this is a uh, a case that I feel like probably feel like you're gonna have uh, something to say. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I can start yelling again. Yeah, <laughs> if that's what you want. I tell you, this, this, this might have been my this might have been my least favorite episode of Suits. Uh, I'm just saying, I, I am sick of this. So yeah, uh, Rosalie is like, hey, 
these students are out here getting robbed blind by this fraudulent university and they're taking out a bunch of student loans. They're paying $25,000 a year because this school is promising them job placement and then they're leaving them high and dry. There are schools that if you go to that school, they will guarantee that you get a job and they will help you through job placement. They will do uh, interviews. They will help you with like clothes for your interview. And all those schools are fine and dandy. But this is not one of those schools. This is a for-profit scam. And these people are out here just making money off these kids. And so Rosalie's like, yeah, we're going to sue these school people. I'm like, God damn it. Yes, this is good. Get these people's money back. But then they have to go in and figure out a settlement at some point because Samantha and Rosalie are working together and they're doing well. But we know Samantha, she she's been broke before. And so she like, I'm I'm fighting for the little guy. I want them to have $50,000. Rosalie wants fifteen. She's like, ah, right, we can settle for fifteen. That's fine because the school's going bankrupt. Now, I'm with Samantha. That's cool. If it go bankrupt, it go bankrupt. Bye. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You don't, you, we don't need that one. We, we got a lot of schools already. We don't need another one. Not one that's scamming. But Rosalie does not want to risk it because $15,000 is more than $0,000. And so that's how we end up here. Um, but what really frustrates me is that Samantha, Alex specifically told you, I don't want to be in this. I don't mm-hmm. want to be in this. I just want to know if it's going well. That's it. I don't want to be in it. Yeah. She's like, tell me I'm right. Tell me your wife is wrong. I'm like, see, you're, why y'all always trying to ruin somebody's marriage on this show? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. 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 He know. And he know what's going to keep yeah. the peace in his house. No, and Alex, you knew. You knew, you knew, okay? Yeah. Why, why are you getting involved, Alex? Don't you, you know? Better. You better to have your wife lose the case. And you <laughs> yes. weren't involved. Mm-hmm. If you got to come home and be like, honey, oh, that's tough, man. I'm sorry you, I'm sorry you, didn't, sorry you didn't win. That's it. You get to yeah. sleep at night. It's fine. She will fight another case. She's a lawyer. That's what they do. Yeah. But to come in You know who like, wouldn't have done this? Robert Zane. Right, Robert Zane's like, Laura, I'm not calling Laura. Like, mm-hmm. we're not in this. Yeah, Alex goes home and he's like, Oh, you, so, lo- uh, you lost in court, babe? Oh, oh sorry to hear that. Nope, them's the breaks. So, prone. That's it. You know? Yeah, that's it. Let it go. But Alex goes to, goes home because Samantha's like, I'm right. Your wife's wrong. And Alex keeps trying to convince us that he respects his wife as a lawyer. He's like, yeah, she's a better lawyer than me. That's why I married her. I wouldn't have married her if she wasn't a good lawyer. Then why are you always question her? Yeah. Matter of fact, Alex, why are you always questioning better lawyers than you? Yeah. This, this man is constantly yelling at people who we've decided are um, better lawyers than uh, than he is. Uh, so he goes home. He's like, so uh, you and Samantha, how was that going? He's no. like, it's fine. He's like, yeah, shut it down. You blew shut it. it down. You blew it. Shut it down. Alex Williams, listen, wife has terrible idea. You know it's not going to work. What do you Let think of this? I like it. That's it. Go with it. Go with it. And then prep for the downfall. You know, like be prepared. Like, oh, dang, that went went horrible. You think that's a good idea? You tell your wife her idea is bad? That you have a different idea that's better? And you think that's going to work? Silliness. Sir, if you think it's going to go bad, let it go bad. It's none of your business. They ask you to stay Mm -hmm. out of it. You've opted out. So now you just come in and be like, what? Oh no. Well, well, honey, let's make it be- let's make it up to you. Let's go, let's go on vacation. Let's do something fun. Yeah. You know, just completely just Man. steer this away from this. What I thought are you, you doing, had Alex? it. I thought that's Yeah. That's, Damn it. I mean, the, the, the idea sounded good to me. Yeah, because I agree with everything you said. You're a better <laughs> lawyer than me. Why do you think I married you? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he gets in the middle of this. Uh, for a second, it looks like Samantha's going to go above and beyond to, you know, to make this thing happen. Like, she's going to put her foot down. I'm not letting my client take a lesser yeah. a lesser settlement. But Alex goes home, talks to his wife, and then magically, oh, look, Samantha, so, 
she changed my mind. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I heard all the evidence from you, and I agree with you. But when I went home, something happened at the house. <laughs> yeah. It just, for some reason, I'm starting to see it her way now. Could you just let this go? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, Alex, you're a little late to the party. The rest of us said, never go home and bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, some for some reason you had to go get those lashings first before you came back, right. and I'm like, all right, Samantha. I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm Samantha's making some sense. Stop it, right? Exactly, stop it, Alex. What yeah. were you getting at? What, what again? What was the goal here, Alex? What were you trying to accomplish? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Episode of foolishness. Chappelle, who gets the liddy in this episode of foolishness? You are not going to ignore Tommy K. I'm not letting it happen. I'm sorry. Okay, well, what, yeah, what Kessler is, and yeah. Donna are dating, and they're precious. They're okay. precious. She, Donna, come out on a date with me. I'm tired of you having to do things for other people all the time. What if people just did stuff for you? People, you're always anticipating what other people oh need. Oh, my well, God. I already made the reservation. He's cooking her up. This is the game, Rob. He's yeah. like, yeah, Donna. He's got her eating out his hands. Like, this is this is the relationship that I'm here for. I'm standing. I'm screaming from the rooftops. Tommy K and, and Donna. Do, Donnie. Look, I'm trying to go easy on this guy because you know. <laughs> you, know you know. that you know. The clock is ticking. The clock is ticking for the, like. We've only got a few more. Pray for this man. Him. Because. Yeah, he's, the fall uh, is yeah, going to be Yeah, this hard. man <laughs> is going to be left holding a box of tissues at the end of this. I mean, I can see him on the like PSL doorstep with the chocolates and the flowers. Box of flowers, right? Like it's a wrap, man. And as he watches Harvey put Donna into the brooding Harvey, run right back into his arms, like right. Harvey yells at Donna, keeping a seat warm, my friend. It's so sad. It's so sad because me and you have not seen the end of Suits. We do not know how this ends, but we've watched a lot of TV. We've watched a lot of TV, and there is no way Tommy K. This is not ending well for you, sir. Mm-hmm. It just ain't. No. It's a wrap, baby. <laughs> yeah. You're here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> I like Tommy K. He seems like a nice guy, but you're on borrowed time. When Harvey comes to collect, <laughs> Donna's going to leave you high yeah. and dry. David wrote in to say, are we adding one to Donna's hookup score? Let's go. What do we think of Thomas? Are we updating the spreadsheet for a Donna hookup? We kind of have to. All of Donna's relationships be off camera. Since uh, Stephen Huntley, mm-hmm. we haven't seen uh, Donna Donna get down with anybody. But we're led to believe that she's been, uh, you know, living her life. Yeah. So, yeah, add one to the spreadsheet. So, do you want to give her a Liddy for this? No. What? No. Okay. No. Gretchen gets the Liddy. Yeah, I think so, too. Has yeah, she gotten one is before? Is this is this her first? Or she? I think she got one. And I think Robert Zane got one. Her and Robert Zane got one back to back last season. Okay, yeah. Um, Gretchen definitely deserves it because she's the only one with good sense in this episode. Mm-hmm. Now, yelling at your boss like that is not advised, not advisable. However, you needed to just start hitting people at this point. Yeah. Everybody was being stupid. If I could just get Gretchen in the room with Katrina, oh, that's if all she I need. Out, if she knew. Like, if this came up at girls' night, forget what? it. What? First of all, fire Brian. Fire Brian. Mm-hmm. Katrina, your instincts were true. The the, the algorithm told you what yeah. to do, Donna man. Donna said, don't fire him. Donna yeah, said but, he but makes everybody around him better. I'm Donna. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm Donna, Donna, I have the analytics, okay? If I'm Katrina, I'm going into Donna's office like, remember when you said he made everybody better? What the hell is this? We're yeah. messing up. Yeah. We're ruining the deposition. Yeah. What is he making me better, Donna? Yeah. Donna, also, remember when you told me to go impersonate Samantha Wheeler, go get the records? Like, I feel like, why, why are you giving me all horrible advice? What did I do to you, right. Donna? 
Why do you hate? Why do you hate women, Donna? Mm-hmm. I'm joking. Uh, but yeah, if I'm Katrina, you probably want to fight Donna. Yeah, y'all might see about that that boxing match that uh, Harvey and Samantha were going to sign up for. Go get in the gloves. Mm-hmm. Peace up. <laughs> I, and I got my money on Katrina. Donna ain't got it in her. All right. Um, so as far as references go, the wiki uh, sites that uh, Donna mentioned, Bruce Springsteen. Oh, did she? I don't know if I remember that reference. Yeah, I don't remember either. I'm sure mm-hmm. it had something to do with Tommy K. That's yeah, her, I might have been like a little tuned out with uh, Donna and Tommy K. I mean, listen, there were plenty of times to get tuned out in this episode, and uh, that was not number one in my book. Yeah. I'm telling you, I about walked out the room when I saw that baby. So, you know what? I'm sick of this. Yeah, hold my baby. <laughs> yeah, hold my baby with me while we kiss. Brian, you're a creep. Go to hell. Like, dog, if his wife knew that that moment happened, that's, that is a divorceable offense. Like, they didn't even touch. But just the idea that you had this woman in your house, like, swaddling your baby, and you're, like, making longing eyes at her, go to hell. Get under the hell. Bury him under the hell. Whatever that is, right below that, yeah, that's where he needs to be. Boy, I swear. All right. David also said, uh, with the discussion about each other being the the lawyer that they're most afraid to go up against, are we getting the groundwork for a true Harvey versus Lewis case? I don't think so. Do you think that that's Harvey versus Lewis in court? I hope not. We've had it in the mock trials. We've had it in the mock trial. Now, don't get me wrong. We haven't really seen them go toe to toe like all the way, like in a court. So it would be it's kind of it's kind of interesting that we've never seen that get played all the way out. But um, they both have their names on the wall. You know, it'd be a very specific case for them to be like the you know like conflicted to that point where the the law firm is fighting within itself. We've seen it before, but for two name partners, one managing partner to be going up against you know mm-hmm. Harvey, it's crazy. It's kind of like, all right. Like, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I. I I want Lewis and Harvey to heal. And that is backwards. They're going the wrong direction. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jen also wrote in to say, hey, I can't remember if I already mentioned this or if I just had a Lewis lit dream sequence. And I think I did. Justified is another option for you to watch and rewatch. The guy that quotes Silence of the Lambs is in it. Sean Cahill is a very scary character. And Walter Goggins is amazing as Boyd. Now that I'm typing, I'm pretty sure I've already sent the suggestion in. Uh, Yeah, not sure if we've gotten that suggestion. I know uh, Josh and Antonio did a lot with Justified at one point in time. So I don't know if we need to be doing a Justified rewatch. I watched Justified the other day. Uh, back Well, not the other day, but like back in August, I was at someone's home. And um, I think, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. me and you had just talked. It was so funny because I was I was over at this, uh, my friend's house and uh, they, they were like, it was just on. And so I watched one episode and I was like, this is really good. Now, mind you, it was like season two episode, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, so I, did, I had no clue what was going episode. on. Yeah, it was an episode. So I watched like that one in the woods, like right after it. Uh, I had no clue what was going on, but it was very interesting. Um, and so I was like, dang. But it was like the reboot, right? Because I think there's a regular Justify and then there's like a Justified spinoff. Yeah, it's been the spinoff. Yeah. 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 I heard the so new spinoff, spin-off was just okay. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people love Justified. All right. Yeah, it was a good one. Chappelle, anything else about this episode? No, I'm sick of it. Yeah, we can't have another one like this one. This, whatever the opposite of like the can opener, this gets it. This is the pruny. Give it a pruny. <laughs> like, yeah, give it the pruny. Get it out of here. Whale hunt. All right. So yeah. 
Here we are, only four episodes left in season eight. Uh, so we're down to the final 14 episodes of Suits uh, here. This is from January 30th, 2019. Next episode is called The Greater Good. Okay, let's figure out what that means because yeah. I have no clue. Um, if you had told me this whale hunt was about, you know, what it ended up being about, I would have told you you were wrong. So mm-hmm. <laughs> The Greater Good. Yeah. Let's see. Okay, all right. Um we got in the Facebook group. Uh, Amanda wrote in to say, I'm a day or two late, but wow, Lewis doing inner child visualization therapy. What an amazing scene. I'm starting to wonder if Aaron Korsh or someone else in the writer's room went through some serious therapy sessions and decided to integrate it into the show. It's wild how the therapy side of the show is almost as prominent as the law side at this point. I'm here for it. Yeah, we agreed. Great scene. Yeah, and and you're right. Uh, I think that there was a, definitely a shift in the show at some point where they really start to focus on this. And I think it's because you have such um, intense characters in Lewis and Harvey that at some point, I mean, how many episodes were we going to yell, just go to therapy, just go to therapy. And so when they started going, I'm like, well, I guess you shut me up. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and they're doing good work. So I like it. I like anytime. And I guess also it's a sign of the times because, you know, now that we're in, you know, closer to 2018, 2019, you know, 2020, people are really like starting to look into their mental health and talking about it on television in ways that they didn't used to. Uh, like I said, and never have I ever. We saw uh, Davy Vishwakumar going into therapy all the time. Like it's just, it's more than the zeitgeist. People are talking about it. It's normalizing. And so I like this. suits kind of keeps it in the running too. They're doing good work here. All right. And then also in the Facebook group, I know we've been having some tech issues with uh, the podcast feed, getting the episodes to drop. I think that we've got that all straightened out now. So thank you for your patience here with that. All right, Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? At Chappelle's underscore show on Twitter or at SuitsPodcast.com. You know, leave us a five-star review and uh, let me know what you're thinking about the episodes. All right. I'm at Rob Sestrino. Thank you so much for joining us. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.